Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to this uh, short discussion on uh, historical research in uh, New Testament and early Christian studies. Um, this session is uh, for the benefit of our honors students um, for the study of the um, honors uh, program in New Testament in general, but also quite specifically focused on the two research modules in New Testament and early Christian studies, uh, the honors program. Uh, with me uh, this afternoon uh, is Professor Chris DeVette, who is um, the primary lecturer for the uh, Research Methodology module uh, HPECH81. Uh, I myself, uh, Professor van den Heffer, um, I'm uh, responsible for the Research Report uh, module as well as the uh, One Content module. Uh, the two modules are HRECH86 and ECH4803 and uh, also to speak about research, um, Professor Peter Boota who is uh, responsible for all the historical, the more historical and archaeologically oriented uh, modules uh, in the um, in the honors program. It's important to realize right from the beginning that the honors degree in New Testament um, is a research uh, um, program. So we focus on research. This is not about answering questions, um, studying uh, a book and then answering questions about it. Um, the whole program as we uh, conceived it uh, forms a complete unit with the uh, two research modules setting you up to do research and how to do research and then the contents of the um, of the program is uh, um, supplied by what we call the content modules, uh, ECH 4802, 4803, 4804, 4805 and 4807. Um, and it's uh, right at the beginning, let us say very clearly, when you uh, come to the uh, research modules, HR ECH uh, 86, it's important to realize that the topics you have to select uh, on which to write your research report link to the various content modules uh, in this program. So you need to understand that this is a complete package that are um, building uh, on each other. At this point, uh, let me uh, uh, give over to Professor DeVette, who will uh, introduce uh, some uh, the uh, HP ECH81, the uh, Research in New Testament and Early Christian Studies module. Good afternoon, uh, my name is Chris DeVette and I will be your lecturer responsible for HB ECH81 which is a module on New Testament research and what I would like to talk to you today about regarding this module is specifically related to the portfolio, the examination that uh, is basically an assignment that you have to submit and uh, let's work our way around that. So, the question for this assignment, which is the most important uh, assignment for the year, is you need to take one scholar of New Testament studies and you need to discuss their contribution and how they, uh, how they renewed New Testament research in whatever way. So, the first question is regarding the contribution. Well, even before that, you need to decide which scholar you are going to choose. And it's very important here to choose someone that you are familiar with. Okay? Make sure before you start writing the assignment that you at least read something that the scholar has written or something that has been written about the scholar. 
So where do you start then? What is it about? When we speak about the contribution of a New Testament scholar, then you will use all the uh, things that you've learned in the first three assignments, you will use that information to inform you about this spot. So, for instance, let's say that you have chosen Elizabeth Schussler Fiorenza. She is a New Testament scholar who is famous for pioneering the work of feminist biblical criticism. And let's say you've chosen her, now you need to ask what will be her contribution. So the first thing you need to do is you need to place this scholar in the broader environment of New Testament scholarship. Okay? So you need to know something about New Testament scholarship in general and where this person will fit in. And that is the purpose of the first three assignments. The first three assignments will help you with key concepts to, in order to construct this environment that you need to place them in. So in the case of Elizabeth Schussler Fiorenza, Schussler Fiorenza is a feminist biblical uh, scholar and the first thing you need to ask is what makes this biblical scholar unique? What makes them different from others? What is unique about their approach? And what if you for instance take Schussler Fiorenza and you've read some of her work, you will note that she has pioneered the idea of a hermeneutic, that is an approach to scripture, a hermeneutic of suspicion. What she is saying is that in biblical literature a lot of these texts are in fact patriarchal and we cannot take them at face value. We need to question them, we need to interrogate them and we cannot always trust what they say to us, especially when it comes to women and other minority groups in the Bible for instance, slaves and people of uh, non-Roman ethnicity for instance. So what you have done now is you can take Schussler Fiorenza and you place her in the broader environment of New Testament scholarship and ask yourself what is different? What is different from Schussler Fiorenza that you don't have in someone else in any other New Testament scholar whoever you choose? So what makes them different? But of course they are not only different, they are also the same. It's not only a, a New Testament scholar does not only uh, bring different things to the table but they also connect things that are already in the um, uh, in the New Testament in the field of scholarship in New Testament and they raise new questions so what you can do now in the second case is you can ask how does this scholar's work connect with other work how does historical criticism connect with for instance public, uh, feminist biblical criticism so here you need to ask what is the same and what do they do that pushes the field forward, that develops the field. This is very, very important. So then you get an idea of this scholar's contribution. Okay. Then the final thing that you need to look at in this assignment is, of course, what is the, how did they renew um, New Testament scholarship? What are the new questions that have come to the, uh, to the fore? Most of these scholars are not there to give answers necessarily to questions, but they open up way uh, different questions and also new ways of questioning and this is something we need to ask what do we know about the New Testament and the study of the New Testament after Schussler Ferenza that we perhaps didn't know before that and that's the gist of this argument so you really need to dig into this person you need to, it's very important to read their work 
to be familiar with their work and very importantly to place their work in dialogue with others because none of these scholars actually work in a vacuum they are always responding and in dialogue with others and if you can do that then you would have completed this assignment successfully thank you and then it's back to me um, I will uh, speak a little bit about um, the research report module itself that is the module HR ECH86 what is important here is um, encapsulated in the term research what is research that is uh, the first and foremost the issue you need to be very clear about otherwise your eventual essay research essay will just be a compilation of stuff information now research we have a definition uh, of research in tutorial letter 101 and it's very important that you um, pay very good attention uh, to that definition here we have that definition and I'm reading from the report uh, from the tutorial letter research is a systematic process of collecting and analyzing information that's the first thing we get stuff we get information to increase our understanding of the phenomenon under, uh, under study so that's the other thing it must increase the stuff we collect uh, must serve to increase our knowledge um, uh, it is the function of the researcher to contribute uh, to the understanding of the phenomenon and then to communicate that understanding to others that communication that is uh, your eventual research uh, essay but it's important that research is not just the impressionistic stitching together of data of things we found uh, in a text of references, citations, reports and opinions research is what drives the, the uh, data collection why do we do research? what is that question we want to answer? why do we select this, this and this to include uh, in our research? What do we want to achieve by it? And in the end, research is driven by a question. There is something we do not know and that we need to know or understand better or need to know better. Research proceeds um, by means of gathering information. In order to get that understanding, we need to get the stuff together that will help us when we put them together and interpret them they will help us understand this issue um, and w once we get the information we analyze and interpret the information or the data uh, according to accepted methods um, and uh, uh, canons of scholarship in order to understand it and then what we need to, uh, uh, to realize is in the end the framing theory is so important because why do we select this, this and this to include uh, in our collection of information it's the theory from which we proceed that helps us to see things to select the relevant uh, information um, once you get the, uh, you understand that and you proceed to do the uh, actual research report um, you will see in the tutorial letter there's a procedure to follow you uh, uh, apply to the um, module leader that's me um, saying you want to uh, 
to work on topic one, topic two, or topic three, or topic four, whatever the case may be, and we give you the go-ahead, and then you start on your research proposal. Now, note, a research proposal is not already the long research essay. Too many students start already with their first assignment, which is just a short statement of what you want to, uh, to do in your research. Um, what is the topic? You will refine it later. This needn't be perfect at this stage. Um, this, uh, at this point where you uh, mention or announce your research uh, topic, this is just to give us some indication of you want to work on X, and within the field of X, it's particularly X1 you're interested in. Once you get the go-ahead, um, you start gathering the first round of information, resources, and uh, when you get to the second assignment, that is what you uh, present. It's, again, n not a page as long, a 20-page or 30-page uh, research assignment uh, or a research essay already at that point. It's just a short statement of, I announced this as my topic. I wanted to use uh, this angle or this theoretical framework. I have gathered the, um, the following initial sets of information, data, resources, and this is my initial sense of how the topic uh, will, um, uh, will be structured. Um, and then once you get the go-ahead, that is when you work in all earnest uh, on your research paper, uh, which uh, is to be um, uh, submitted at the beginning of the next year. But please uh, remember that the research that you do for this um, research uh, essay is not uh, a broad topic. This is not a place to get to f uh, uh, to get familiar uh, um, with a broad topic or to retell the history from a broad perspective. This uh, is where you need to be very uh, focused and very concrete. So within the broader uh, topic, focus on a single author, a single event, a single text, something that needs uh, uh, bigger elucidation, illumination, better understanding or explanation. But putting it like this, you will realize that it's quite important um, for uh, to make a success of the research essay, especially in the light of how we set up uh, the uh, program, that you need to have made progress with the content modules uh, already, because each of the topics available to write your research essay on is connected to one of the modules, uh, um, the content uh, modules. So you have to make use of the prescribed literature and the resources that you already had um, available for the content modules. Then lastly, uh, what is important, once you write the research essay, it has to be documented well. Uh, you got the, in tutorial letter 301, um, information on guidelines, how to write the assignment, and what the bibliographic references and footnotes look like. Pay very good attention to that, because it's very important that we also document um, our information well. Where did we get it? And typically it means we uh, identify the source, we identify the type of resource, we identify its location and its uh, dating. 
but uh, all those guidelines you do get uh, in the tutorial letter. Um, good research is not just opinions, it is interaction with scholarship and, um, and that interaction we, um, we document by means of bibliographic references. And here I give uh, over to Professor Puerto, who will talk more in general about historical research. So my name is uh, Peter Boto, and I would like to talk to you about um, uh, historical research as it relates to our modules in the honors uh, course. I uh, will be linking up to what my colleagues have been saying and I want to emphasize firstly that historical research is about questions and problems. If you cannot ask questions, you cannot indicate problems. It is not really research. And um, one of the, the fundamental issues of becoming an expert at something is the ability to pose questions and not just answer them, but to clarify these questions, to indicate the problems in our knowledge. So to write a nice summary of what can easily be found on the internet or in a textbook is not doing research. What, you, what is crucial is to formulate questions or to improve the questions that one can um, put about a topic. And so you will notice in all the assignments of our uh, uh, modules uh, these assignments are not so much questions posed to you, but topics setting up an area in which you can ask questions, in which you can explore the problems and in which you can um, contribute to clarifying, to improving these questions, uh, 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 exploring the possible answers to these questions and problems. I cannot emphasize that str uh, strong enough that it is crucial to think about research as um, uh, problem-driven as dealing in questions. Now, and part of asking good questions is to ask oneself why is something interesting to oneself? Why is it important? Why should I spend time exploring things that is difficult to understand? And if you can, if you can explain something about why it is important, then you can be sure that you are dealing with research because you can state what is a question, you can indicate what is problematic, and why, and you can um, indicate what is important, why it is necessary to try and clarify a question. So proper historical work is the interpretation of evidence, which means obviously collecting evidence, describing, translating and interpreting evidence. But keep in mind that when we uh, deal with ancient history, evidence is an extremely complex issue. So, and especially for students, for developing intellectuals, uh, we make use of collections of data, such as a source book, 
Um, an easy example is in uh, our modules, you will find um, uh, one of the textbooks is um, the volume by Reed, uh, an introduction to uh, early Christian archaeology. And it's, a, it's an excellent example of a source book in which one can find um, discussions and references to ancient texts and artifacts. But the challenge for us as uh, um, scholars and students doing research is not just to summarize what we can find in such a collection of data, but to do some analysis, to pose some questions, to look at what uh, evidence can be used, should be used, and how to use the evidence and how these uh, discussions of evidence can be related to our important or relevant questions that we want to pose. Uh, I want to um, emphasize that um, biblical studies and biblical archaeology are not easy subjects. Uh, to become uh, knowledgeable and uh, skillful in these disciplines require um, a lot of hard work, discipline, extensive reading, learning a number of skills. It is not just a matter of looking at something up and reporting about that. It is about thinking, it is about um, uh, applying one's mind, and it is uh, uh, quite a challenge to do that well. Uh, 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 it is not just learning exegetical techniques such as reduction criticism or tradition criticism or feminist criticism, but crucially to become informed about the history of the ancients so that one can describe their contexts. I want to elaborate uh, this with um, three uh, points. The first one is a phrase that I take from ECH 4802 in which the uh, lecturer uh, Professor Forster uses a phrase discursive practices and uh, it, it is a useful phrase and um, uh, it is a shorthand for a number of uh, uh, activities so to speak because if we do our work well, uh, if we converse about evidence, about objects of the past, these uh, things, these data, becomes part of our, not only our language, but those interacting with us, those listening to us. In a way, these dead objects, these texts, these artifacts from the past become, um, they become alive, so to speak. And in our very words that we use, they actually become historical. Uh, and that language that we use is not just um, uh, uh, something that will pass away, but it affects the way that we understand the past, but also how we understand ourselves. And that's why discursive practices is so useful because one's understanding of something changes oneself, 
changes one's behavior, changing one's interaction with others. So good understanding is not just discursing about something, but it becomes a practice about life itself. So history is no small matter. History is a discursive practice which is about change, about development, about deeper insight. Um, uh, and again, not to be underestimated. My uh, second uh, point I take from uh, some of the other modules in where you will find uh, one of the objectives for these modules is to become more, to gain some expertise in what is called in these modules cultural meaning. Now the point of using that phrase, cultural meaning, is to remind ourselves that meaning is not something like a mathematic, mathematical formula. In other words, something like X equals Y. Meaning is always contextual. Meaning is always something embedded in a, in a culture. It has a setting. There is no such thing. Only God has a God's eye view of things. We are, we are mere humans and we need to think about meaning in cultural, contextual terms. We cannot reduce history to simple yes-no answers. That is not a good question. That is not a historical question. Because then, if we could only itemize things, uh, a few references, in order to prove something, we have gained nothing. There is no understanding, and there is no um, uh, 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 change in oneself. And so my, uh, in conclusion, I want to say something about um, context. Context is fundamental to historical work. In a way, context is knowledge, and all knowledge is contextual. To understand oneself, to understand others, to grasp any communication from the past is to think contextually. Understanding always demands knowledge of context. And it cannot be emphasized enough. If you want to do research, you need to think and work contextually. Contextualize the evidence, contextualize the interpretation, contextualize one's work. Well, thank you, uh, Professor Devet. Thank you, Professor Boeta, for your contributions and um, these insights uh, on how to do research, what is involved uh, in this uh, research uh, program at the honors level in New Testament and Early Christian Studies. Now, for you, uh, our students, uh, we hope this uh, would have um, um, helped you to understand what is involved uh, in the whole program of uh, honors in New Testament and Early Christian Studies, but also more specifically in the two research uh, modules. But also, uh, we hope you would have seen something of the enthusiasm with which we approach uh, historical uh, and critical research in New Testament and early Christianity, and that you will also now feel some enthusiasm for uh, approaching the studies and doing research in New Testament and early Christian studies. All the best uh, for the rest of the year. We hope to see your written assignments uh, soon and that you will have benefited from this discussion. Thank you.